Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, homies? Thanks for streaming today's Bet Slippin' Podcast. is our daily NBA postseason show. Recording Friday the 13th of May. I'm going to hit both of Friday's Game 6 uh, matchups between the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks, and then the um, Memphis Grizzlies versus the Golden State Warriors. And I'm also going to touch on and give a best bet out in the Saturday, May 14th, Game 7 matchup with the Dallas Mavericks visiting the Phoenix Suns. I've been off this whole week after just a very disappointing uh, performance in my last podcast featuring the handicapping homie Nathan Beagle, a.k.a. Nate Dog. We hit um, the second round game threes that um, played May 6th and 7th. I was one in six in my seven best bets. It was a terrible performance for me. It's been a disappointing uh, postseason. I'm 24 and 30 through the playoffs. Um, I was approaching a 500 record, but had a terrible um, game three of the second round series. Um, I'm eight and nine in the second round after a 16 and 19 first round, and 0 and two in the play-in game. So, very disappointing. I uh, tried to figure out what I'm missing on uh, this this week. Um, I also didn't like the games enough to podcast about it, but I've dusted myself off and I'm ready to attack the games six game sixes and game seven here at the Suns Mavericks series um, this week. So. I'll talk about those in a second, but first let me shout out the odds provider and sponsor of this podcast, Typico Sportsbook. They're now live in New Jersey and Colorado, so all of our listeners, check them out. Uh, you can get a special bonus today through usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast um, for your for your Typico Sportsbook welcome bonus. Terms and conditions do apply to that bonus. You must be 21 or older to game, so please see Typico's website for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey, 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. All right, so again, there's two game sixes here in the Friday, May 13th NBA slate. The first one tips off at 730 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the Boston Celtics are down three games to two to the Milwaukee Bucks, who are the host here in Game 6. Uh, Milwaukee pulled off an exhilarating come-from-behind win in Game 5, winning 110-107. to um, It was uh, punctuated by two defensive, superstar defensive plays made by Drew Holiday on Boston's point guard Mar- Marcus Smart. And um, that matchup is part of the reason why I like the Milwaukee Bucks to win game six and ultimately move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. This this game is a toss-up. The series has been a toss-up. Um, these two teams are tied 2-2-1 two, two, um, against the spread to the first five games. 
Um, they're tied in. Uh, they've split the four factors 2-2. Two, two. The Boston Celtics are only um, 2.9 points per 100 possessions better than the Milwaukee Bucks, but um, most of that is due to their um, lopsided 13-point victory in Game 2, which was the most decisive victory in the series, albeit the Bucks did win Game 1 um, by 12 points. But you're going to hear this uh, again when we talk about the, the, the Mavericks Suns, but Giannis is just unstoppable. He's the best player in the series, so I'll go. I'll take the Bucks at home. All he needs is for someone to step up and hit a few three pointers. He's obviously got a couple of um, competent role players that can that can step up and knock down outside shots. And um, if Boston's defense tries to um, provide any extra bandwidth towards defending Giannis, it's just going to free open. Um, three-point sh- sharpshooters like Pat Connaughton, Bobby Portis, Wesley Matthews, Grayson Allen, uh, Brooke Lopez, and and really all the Bucks will probably need in this uh, back against the wall elimination game for the Celtics is maybe fourth or uh, maybe like five or six three-pointers between you know four or five different role players. I think we can pencil in Giannis's stats. Um, he's averaging 33.6 points per game, 12.6, 12.6 rebounds per game and seven assists per game, all lead this, the Bucks Celtics series. Um, also Boston's Achilles heel is surfacing. They have no legit floor general. And as much as are as awesome as Marcus Smart has been this year, um, deservingly winning the defensive player of the year. He can get a little reckless and try to do too much at sometimes, and that's kind of what's always held Boston back. You can make the argument that Smart's um, edge or, or aggressiveness is also uh, helps Boston, and, and it does, but in this specific matchup against a, a, a caliber of defender of Drew Holiday, we're seeing how bad of a mismatch or how bad of a weakness Boston's um, lack of a floor general or, or, or really like ball handling as uh, has become. Um, also, I think Smart and the the absence of a floor general are a big reason that Boston struggles in the clutch. They're 26 in clutch net rating during the regular season. Milwaukee was second in clutch net rating. They have a plus 4.7 clutch net rating in the series. They're two and one straight up when the games have um, have gotten down to to a clutch um, a clutch time um, situation, which is of course defined by games within a five point margin inside of the final five minutes to go. Uh, the final five minutes of regulation. Also, Smart has actually had the ball in his hands twice in the uh, two games in this series that Milwaukee's won in crunch time. Remember, Marcus Smart had a couple of uh, tip-ins at the end of regulation in game, hold on, let me look it up right now, game three um, that he couldn't convert on that would have sent the Celtics-Bucks game into overtime. And he also um, made a couple of um, costly mistakes here in the uh, down the stretch in game five. One being the game ceiling steal. He allowed Drew Holiday to get at the end of regulation and a huge Drew Holiday block on a Marcus Smart drive at the end of regulation. 
Also, and this is probably the most important aspect of this, it's a toss-up game, but I'm going to take the team um, who's at home, who's leading in the battle of possessions, and that's the Milwaukee Bucks. They're ahead in the series on turnover percentage and rebounding percentage. The turnover percentage makes sense because, again, they're missing a, a true floor general and point guard. And the rebounding percentage makes sense because Milwaukee has Giannis, um, and they're just a bigger team with with Brooke Lopez also and um, a, a legit seven footer and um, Boston missing Robert Williams for uh, the last game and perhaps this game as well. So Boston's smaller than Milwaukee. Milwaukee has a lot more continuity. They're a lot more organized down the stretch and shooting and free throw attempt rate come and go. But um, a team that wins the battle of possessions is the team that I'm going to be looking to bet in a coin flip game. I also think the shooting and free throw attempt rate could improve for Milwaukee now that that this uh, pivotal and decisive game six is at home. I also think a lot of the market is going to be on Boston because I think people want this series to go seven games and are are accurate in assessing this to be a toss-up series and a toss-up game. According to pregame.com, roughly 70% of the cash is on Boston, uh, but the line's not really moving. You know, it's not it's not moving towards a pick'em. Bucks are still a one and a half point favorite um, right now. On Tipico, they're minus 120 on the money line. So that's what we're gonna do. Um, I'm gonna play the money line, and I have a money line bet in my account as of right now. But yeah, I mostly think the uh, the, the Celtics are getting more love in the market because people just want to see a game seven. Um, and it could certainly happen, right? And if my uh, playoff record is an indicator or um, foreshadowing this outcome of this game, it'll probably go to a game seven because I suck this postseason. But uh, I like the Bucks. I lean to the Bucks coming into this series. Um, and I think they'll get it done here at home and, and make sure there isn't a game seven in Boston. So let's take the Bucks money line in game six to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. Second, um, game in the uh, the game six Friday doubleheader in the NBA postseasons. The Memphis Grizzlies visiting the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors are up three games to two, looking to move on to the Western Conference Finals. They're favored seven and a half points. The total sitting at two eighteen and a half, with more juice on the under, which makes sense. It's an elimination game. You think tensions will run high, um, or the defense will be ratcheted up? So. Uh, I don't really have any play on the total, but what I am going to do is I'm going to take the Memphis Grizzlies plus 7.5 points. We're getting some reverse line movement and pretty significant reverse line movement, in my opinion. The Warriors open as 8.5 point favorites. They're down to 7.5 despite getting nearly two-thirds of the money, according to pregame.com. And Memphis is winning three of the four factors in this secure, uh, in this um excuse me, uh, winning uh, the ball security and rebounding battle in this matchup. They're actually plus two point, uh, points per 100 possessions uh, net rating in the series, Memphis is. And Golden State's ball security is going to be a real issue if it moves um, on to the next uh, round in the NBA playoffs or in the Western Conference Finals. And, and if it goes to the finals, I think, um, Boston or Miami or even Milwaukee could all feast on Golden State's flimsy ball security. But 
Um, I kind of butchered this earlier. Again, Memphis is leading in three of the four factors in this series. They're um, averaging two more points per game and two more points per 100 possessions in this series. So taking Memphis plus 7.5 after they've proven to be a plucky underdog and um, they have have a really good ATS record when John Moran is sidelined with an injury. So following that momentum to a certain extent. But I also... I just like how Memphis's athleticism matches up with Golden State's offense. Uh, Memphis doesn't have to fear Draymond or Jonathan Kaminga's jumper, so they're really doing a good job getting out on on Golden State's three point shooters: Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, obviously. And um, you know, um, it's making it real tough for the Warriors to hit these three point shots. They're not just missing; they're they're having to make shots against a tough Memphis defense. Um, and going back to the whole Paul, poor ball security thing, Golden State's offensive turnover rate is 15th in the 20 charted teams in these playoffs. Memphis's um, defensive turnover rate is first. So. This was pretty similar in the regular season as in Golden State at a high offensive turnover rate. Memphis had a really high defensive turnover rate. Memphis does a really good job of turning turnovers into easy buckets on the other end. And being as though their backs are against the wall, I can only assume they're going to be more aggressive in this game. And um, and they're going to they're gonna force uh, Golden State into turnovers because Golden State just continues to be untrustworthy with the ball, um, turning it over too much. So I think the Grizzlies are going to keep this one close. I could see the Warriors ultimately winning this game, and I'm actually looking for some in-game opportunities to middle probably all three of these games that I'm betting, truthfully. So if the Bucks were to go up double digits against Boston, I'm going to look for maybe a plus-money payout um, to buy back some of the Celtics. Um, in game and in this one similar situation if Grizzlies get off to a fast start Warriors somehow have a first half deficit going into the second half and or just get behind double digits I'm going to look for an in-game opportunity to take the Warriors so I can reduce my exposure and capture a nice middle um, but I do think the Grizzlies keep this one close. I think their rebounding and 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 decisive edge and ball security is going to help them keep it within the number. So I'll take the Memphis Grizzlies at plus 7.5 points um, to cover in Game 6. And then the Saturday matchup, Game 7, the first Game 7 of these playoffs, I believe. Um, it's the Dallas Mavericks visiting the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are favored six and a half points, um, but there's heavy juice on the Dallas Mavericks. In fact, it's at minus 120. The total is at 207 and a half. I don't really have any play in the total. I like the under in yesterday's Mavericks Suns game, which I gave out um, via written posts on sportsbookwire.usatoday.com, but I don't have a play in the total on this one. I'm just probably going to be a sucker um, and take the the Mavericks plus six and a half. It's a pros versus Joes game with more money on the Suns, more of the action on the Mavericks. So the Mavericks appears to be the square side, but um, I'm going to make a square play here and take the Mavericks because they have the best player in the series. I flip-flopped a couple times in the series. Um, last time you heard me talk about it was this series is game three where I like the Suns to just wall up the, the Mavericks because we've seen 
nothing out of the Mavericks when the series has been in Phoenix. But the same could be said about the Suns when the series is in Dallas. The road team has or the home team has covered um, and won all the first uh, six games in the series. In fact, the home team has won by at least. Um, or excuse me, I'll just leave it at the the home team has won and covered the first six games of the series. I was going to say the home team has won by at least double digits every time, but that's not accurate. There's been a couple single-digit games, but uh, these two teams are evenly matched. I don't think um, the Suns have proven enough to be a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I just think that line is heavily juiced because of how well the home team has performed in the series, but um, they're split on the four factors, 2-2, two, two, and if you're really trying to, I guess, nitpick or or be fair about Luka's playoff resume, there's really no fat on it. This guy's averaging more points per game, better shooting, more rebounds, more free throw attempts in the playoffs compared to the regular season. He's been eliminated um, in the first round in his first two playoff appearances Luka and the Mavs have, but those were both the Clipper teams with elite wing defenders and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Um, both of which can give Luka points back on the other end. Whereas Mikhail Bridges is a good defender, but he's not doing a good enough job against Luka Doncic and is giving him no points on the back end. Also, Chris Paul is limping down the stretch. This has just been the story of his friend, of his career, for being honest. you know, um, I love Chris Paul for various reasons I'm not even going to get into. Um, but he's been a fan, or I've been a fan of his pretty much his whole career. Um, but it looks like the same situation or same story over and over again here in these playoffs. He's down to 14 points per game in this series. He's less aggressive. He's shooting 56% from the um, from the field, 50% from the three-point line, 100% from the free throw point free throw line. But just isn't doing what's necessary to take these games over. Maybe it's because. Um, they're making Chris Paul work a little more defensively, having Luca post him up, but um, he's really not been that big of a factor in this series. I anticipate him doing the things needed to push the Suns past the Mavericks late in Game Seven here, and then ultimately advance in the series. You know, if I had to pick one way or the other, I'd pick the Suns to move on. But I am making a bet on the Dallas Mavericks plus six and a half. Uh, because they have a lot better ball security, they had they had more ball security in the regular season, and um, they have um, a four and a half percent better turnover rate in this series in the Phoenix Suns. They're getting to the foul line a little bit more, um, and again, I just think Luca is really too much to handle. I think his the the Mavericks game plan is pretty simple it's you know grab on the Lucas cape and and hold on tight because um we're going to ride this guy until until uh until he falls um or until um until the wheels come off whereas i just it, 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 the suns feel out of sorts right now deandre Eaton has a clear edge versus dallas's front court but they're not really using it devin booker's look great but still tied three to three um Mikhail Bridges isn't shooting um that consistently well they the Phoenix bench has underperformed so I'm gonna take the Dallas Mavericks plus six and a half points back against the wall even though the road team has 
gotten smoked in every game this series. So I'm going to add the Mavericks plus six and a half in their game seven on Saturday against the Phoenix Suns to the Memphis Grizzlies plus seven and a half in game six versus the Golden State Warriors. And my third uh, best bet, which is the first game tipping off tonight, Friday, 730. I'm taking the Bucks money line to advance the Eastern Conference finals over the Boston Celtics. Wish me luck. You guys know I need it. Uh, obviously, I'm wishing you luck, whether you fade or follow me. Be sure to do your own homework on this stuff if you don't like my picks. Um, but I'll talk to you guys next week. And check out, um, be on the lookout for my Bet Slipping podcast that comes out next week, previewing the PGA Championship, which does tee off next Thursday. So um, we'll be on the lookout for that, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Good luck. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slipping Podcast Daily NBA Show, featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.